because I got a lot of shit going on. Like, yeah, I'm there was a lot of lead up to Battle Mania yeah. um, for no reason on my part whatsoever because I'm not involved in the show in any way. Yeah. Um, but yeah, yeah, that was, <laughs> there was a lot going on. Yeah. <laughs> my glue gun was getting used heavily by, <laughs> by someone. I, I loaned it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no. Uh, my voice still sucks even though it's a week later. I'm so excited. Why are you talk. excited, Ray? I'm so excited because it's Friday, April 28th, 2017, and you're listening to On The Heels Wrestling Podcast. I'm Ray. And I'm Brittany. Uh, every Friday at noon, we, some pals who used to work together, mm-hmm. uh, will give you consistent bite-sized commentary on WWE's ever-expanding lineup of programming, as well as talk about other cool stuff that's happening in wrestling. Sometimes we recap, sometimes we conversate and debate. Uh, in a roundtable discussion, this <laughs> How many episodes, Ray? Uh, it's fucking, it's 62? Can you learn how to talk? I fucked I did. up. You fucked up. I did. You fucked up. <laughs> uh, sometimes we interview wrestlers from <laughs> right here in Seattle, Washington. Saved it. Yeah. Saved uh, before we introduce our guests, uh, just a reminder, if you missed the last show, uh, we are going to be uh, taking a big old long break. <laughs> Okay. Yeah, so there's this episode and two more, uh, and then we are taking a long, uh, long departure from the podcast. So, uh, you know, life is busy, life is crazy, and... Yeah, once Ray gets married, we'll, uh, we'll talk about it again. We'll come <laughs> back for... We'll go on his honeymoon with him. That's And a- record a podcast on location. <laughs> on location. I don't know where you're going on a honeymoon. I hope it's somewhere cool. Yeah, I, I don't know either. I mean, <laughs> we'll make it somewhere cool. That's some like San Diego uh, bullshit or something. Yeah, yeah we'll, we'll all discuss. Well, yeah, I'll, I'll be involved in that. <laughs> you, me, I, Leah. Like, we'll plan it. We'll plan yeah. it. Uh, so now with that out of the way, uh, this week, we're super fucking excited to yeah. have the show. One of the voices of the Seattle Independent Organization that is so fucking on fire. Right now, holy balls. Holy shit. Three, two, one battle. He is the Burian Fury making Burian awesome. Murray Grundy! Hello, yeah. Brenny and Ray. How are you doing this afternoon? Thank you for joining God us, sir. Damn. Uh, first time in a long time. It's a pleasure. Yay! Yeah. I'm so excited. Finally, I was yeah. like, oh man, we need like an announcer on here to make all of us sound like shit. Yeah, no shit. <laughs> like, oh my God. So today's uh, Murray's going to join us to recap Battle Mania that took place April 21st, uh, as well as get some insight on how 321 has got going to this point. Uh, if you weren't at the show and want to know what we're talking about, where can they watch Battle Mania? We are actually just now putting all of our videos and matches on our an official web, official YouTube channel. Yay! Yes. YouTube. Uh, YouTube.com slash 321battle. We're linking it uh, through our various other socialities, through our Facebook page, uh, through the Twitter so, we'll have all sorts things. of links, all sorts of links for all of you. Hell yeah, so, finally. But uh, if you haven't seen Battle Mania and want to get a taste of it before you listen to this. Stop what you're doing right now. Yes. Go to YouTube and just fucking watch it because it will be probably the greatest thing you've seen all year. And and I've seen Fast and Furious 8, so that's saying something. Oh, oh shit. shit. Yeah, no, this was, this was good. Yeah. Like, I cried. Which, you know, isn't that hard, yeah. but, but I grind. <laughs> you may have a gif or two regarding crying. Maybe. One, one or two. Um, so, yeah. Uh, I like... <laughs> right. So, yes. so, is this like the third, fourth, fifth Battle Mania? How many is this now? This was the fifth altogether. Woo! Is that including uh, SSP? 
No, it's uh, not counting the the nine years of SSP chronic pains that came before that. <laughs> ah, okay. Because it, it got started in 2003 with a special 420 show, and then that's just that's, where it that's kept why going. the timing works. Okay, that, that makes a lot of sense. And I was then, just like, I assumed it had something to do with WrestleMania season, but apparently, yeah, the the 420 actually makes way more sense. So, yeah, that's good. Okay, so. WrestleMania 2017 had the subtitle, The Ultimate Thrill Ride. If you were to give a subtitle for Battlemania 2017, uh, what would you give it? I would give it The Ultimate Reverse Cowgirl. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I like it. I'm I'm down with that. I like it. Yeah. Holy shit. Sexy for everyone else, painful if it's you. Sorry, is that that a little little too personal? The three, two, one battle story. (laughs) Yay! Uh, Super awesome too, because like with Battle Mania 2017, like this past year has been a huge breakout year for three, two, one. We've talked about that a lot on this podcast as we've had wrestlers coming in, as we've like reviewed various different shows that are happening. We talk about horror business. So, what's really been the big change? Um, or if there's one thing or multiple things that have kind of led to this moment, uh, is there anything that you see has built Battle uh, Three Two One up to this point? For years and years and years, it's been kind of a Peter Pan and the Lost Boys punk rock collective, you know, mostly fun, loose organization, and especially getting in the ring, getting in Evolve Fitness, we were able to have a more, I don't want to say professional, but much more organized system. Uh, actual get or get actual training mm-hmm. um, get, get a, a a plan on how to expand how to get bigger we get the ring and then we can draw in this internationally renowned talent seriously yeah holy balls like you had fucking Joey Ryan you had B-Boy you had uh, Rick, uh, Ricky Shane Page correct right yeah. and it's like this isn't B-Boy's first show this isn't Joey Ryan's first show. Like, B-Boy's basically a regular. Right. Like, not not every show, but... But he's, like... He's been around, like, like, once every three shows. This is like, his fourth time here. I mean, and he's he's part of the family. He's got a 3-2-1 crew hoodie. Yeah, yeah he's got know. a crew hoodie. Uh, I have his 3 2 one, uh specific t-shirt. Right. Yeah. The, the uh, SoCal Solid Steel. And it's so funny, too, because, like, I very few uh, wrestlers, unless it's their, like, it is their home wrestling organization mm-hmm. like have like specific shirts for specific shows mm-hmm. um so i thought that was like wow this is like he is treating this like it's his second home well and i think a lot of that too at least from a fan perspective it kind of goes the other way around right like the thing i hear about 321 constantly just sort of from like the the locker room perspective is that this is more like a family putting on a show rather than a collection of independent wrestlers coming together Mm-hmm. So I think it's sort of the, you have these guys coming in from all over, but they're not just these random brandos coming in like, oh yeah, cool, whatever, I'm here for one show, everybody likes me. It's like, no, like Benny's back, let's talk to him, this is awesome. Yeah. Like, how have you been, man? Like, let's go grab a beer. Yeah. yeah. It's super awesome. It is very tight on show days. And then <laughs> uh, expanding the family aspect, our, the 3 to one battalion is just awesome. Yes. And... If you talk them one on one, the majority of the crowd doesn't even like pro wrestling. Yeah. Oh, oh no, I, I say that all the time. Like right. my mom hates wrestling, but she loves three, two, one. Exactly. They they come because it's 
amazing athleticism. We have, the, you know, the, the heel face dynamics, but it's just that absurdist comedy, the, the, the variety show with punching. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I, uh, I was telling Murray before we started recording, uh, a couple of my dance friends came to the show. And they, they know I'm a pretty big fan of wrestling. So I told them, like, please, if you're going to come to any show, come to this one. Battlemania yeah. is going to be fucking crazy. And then I hung out with them the next day. I was like, what do you guys think? They're like, this is, this is absolutely incredible. I mean, it's just theater. There's, like, dancing and there's singing and lots of middle fingers and obscenities yeah. and a cat. Like, I don't really get it, <laughs> but, but it's awesome and I want to go all the time. Yeah. It's like, the wrestling was cool, I guess, but oh my God, listen to all the <laughs> other stuff. And it's like, it's, it's so great because we see uh, Seattle wrestling is starting to grow bigger and bigger. When you have Defy, you have CPW, you have all of these other promotions, but 321 still kind of feels uh, unique in its way. And I really, really like that, that even with all the success that they've been given, it's it's still very much the thing that it was at the beginning. Yeah, absolutely. So, and like, this shit makes me excited, so let's fucking talk talking, about it. Talk about it. Yeah. <clears throat> all right. So starting off this shit, the six-pack challenge, uh, for, yeah, fucking... Uh, it's, just, excuse me. Start it off. I have oh, the most shit. epic right. Battlemania outfit How of dare all time. I'm sorry, I couldn't see you because I was blinded. <laughs> like, holy balls. I was very proud. Like, everyone's writing out their goals for the year on, on like, our private Facebook page. Right. It's like, I want to match with so-and-so. I want to win this. Time. I'm like, number one, epic Battlemania outfit. <laughs> Rory Grant is gold Done. 2017. Check. Yeah. I love the little detail of you did not pull out a beer this time. I saw that. Yeah, normally uh, for, for the folks pack. at home, I, I have a fanny pack. And I pull out a tall boy Rainier. But this is Battlemania. It's special. So I pull out a little mini bottle of champagne, pop some corks <laughs> to the crowd. I loved it. Yeah. I loved it. That um, was fucking awesome. I also and love the, the uh, make Birian awesome. Oh, yeah. That yeah. shirt's pretty great. And then, like, lifting it up and showing your Birian tattoo. Well, I do that pretty much every yeah. show. I, I know, but, like... <laughs> I get drunk enough, I show off my belly tattoo. Yes. I mean, that's what the famous 10-minute intermission, intermission right. is for. Yeah. But, oh... Anyway, so my outfit was head to toe solid steel. Yes, yeah, yes, yeah. it was it was phenomenal. I I love it. Yeah, it I mean was there amazing. was we'll 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 keep talking about entrance gear as yeah. we keep going. So anyway, yeah. back back set, to set the tone. I liked it. Yeah, yeah. back to the six yeah, pack challenge. Yeah, this wasn't announcer gear a mania. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Cody just showed up looking like Cody. Yeah. Fuck you, Cody. which was beautiful. <laughs> yeah. He's a gorgeous man. <laughs> okay, six pack challenge finals. So they've been running this for a while. Mm-hmm. Uh, we had Just Exciting. Uh, we had Ken K. Yes. Sonico. Boo. Weekend Warrior. Hell yeah. Batboy and Uncle Muscles. Yes. And each of them had won a prelim- preliminary six-pack challenge match, which was just six on six. Or, you know, sorry. Yeah, yeah. Six people in the six ring. Six people in the ring. A six a six way match. There's lots of sixes. Yeah. <laughs> One person standing on each corner, two legal in the ring, lucha tag rules where if someone goes outside, uh anyone else can take their place. Mayhem ensues. And each one of these, like leading up to it, was great in its own right. Yeah. Like the collection of, of wrestlers that were in it, it was always uh, very dynamic. Yeah. Uh, not one match was the same. So it was really interesting to see kind of who was going to end up in this. Um, yeah. I liked the collection of faces and heels. I liked the different uh, styles. Yeah. I liked the different characters. Um, my favorite going into this was Kenny K. Oh, yeah. Because that motherfucker is a German superhero. Yeah. 
He's um, fucking amazing. I, I heard a lot of people say that they wanted Sonico to win. And while I do think that Sonico is an excellent wrestler, uh, he's an asshole. And I hate his guts. <laughs> I want to see just a Kenny K. Sonico match go 20 Oh, minutes. my God. Yes. yes. I will watch that. Opening kick sequence that was just <laughs> blind. He was back and forth. Pew, 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 yeah. pew. I want to see a Kenny K. Sonico two out of three falls match. Yeah, there it is. Yeah, that's, that's that would be the money yeah. one. Um, I, I do want to call one one spot. So I, I mean, I was busy at the show, kind of running around, and then no, I, you weren't. I didn't even see you there. Yeah, no, I was there. I was totally there. I know, like, see, that's it was it was a big crowd. It's easy to get it was lost. A, yeah, easy to. I got lost in the crowd. It's totally fine. Because mm-hmm. I saw your buddy there. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Secreto. Oh, okay. Yeah, that yeah. guy. Yeah, and he was up from South you know, America. I, I can't be in the same room with that guy. Um, <laughs> and so, um, but one thing I did catch, like, as the corner of my eye, I'm like, okay, I'm going to finally go watch this match. And all of a sudden, I see uh, Weekend Warrior hit the ropes and die, like, fucking flip over mm-hmm. and, like, flip out of the ring. Mm-hmm. And holy balls, man. My favorite spot in this match was uh, there's... Uh, basically a beam that goes from the wall to the ceiling. Mm. And there's all of this stuff happening over in the heel section. Like people are just punching whatever and they kind of walk over. And then all of a sudden you see like this little luchador climbing (laughs) this beam and then just which like goes up at a 45 degree angle. Yeah, so it's yeah. like physically impressive. I'm like, oh my God, I can't believe you. Oh my God, he just fell. Ah! (laughs) And... So when I was doing my commentary, I called that he looked like a Monchichi. <laughs> Immediately recognized that reference is twice as old as Sonico. <laughs> yes. Yeah. But I know it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That was good. Yeah. Loved it. So uh, ro- uh, Romantic Romeo. Yes. Comes this, out. This I was not I was not expecting, so this was very... Uh, well, a, a, a I Romantic... Mean, like, I know that there was a story there. Tell us yeah. tell us what the story was. Romantic Romeo Ramirez was supposed to be in the final six-pack challenge, but he was taken out on the way to the ring by Uncle Muscle's Alan Jepsen, yeah. who inserted himself in that match. Despite Diva having suspended him from the battle pass. Correct. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Fucking but Mommy asshole. wasn't home that night. No, she was not. So it was nice to see that Romeo get his revenge. Yep. Got, uh, got hit, hit him with the with the dozens of rolls. Revenge via bouquet. Yeah. Uh, weekend warrior over. <laughs> like this is this is what I'm reading. This is yeah. fantastic. Yeah, he won via flowers. I like it. All yeah. right. Uh, so that match is like fucking crazy, right? I think it was something. Well, I also want to give it up to to uh, just exciting was on fire. That holy man, crap! He's fucking that boy. Awesome. He does like, not have an off button. No, he doesn't, and he's just giving it his all, one hundred and ten percent, all the and time. Took a. Pretty nasty shot to the ribs, popped right back up, and almost won the whole thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought for a second that he was going to be the guy to win it, and it was it was really good. I, I mean, that whole match was great. Yeah. Um. So second card of the night, we got Caden Talbain mm. and uh, Era Adonis, and uh, Era Adonis, like fuck this guy, like yeah. fuck this fucking guy, yeah. like. So I again, like I was talking to to Murray ahead of time. I'm wondering, like. How how over the top some of these wrestlers get when they come to three two one just because they know that we're like, a safe space yeah like we'll we'll let you be crazy but this guy man like he comes out he's shaking his ass he's basically looking like the worst possible uh, frat boy you've ever seen and he's fit so of course everybody fucking hates him right yeah. like when you look like that everybody's going to hate you yeah it's so awesome and then Caden Talbain's great yeah, yeah. I love Not, I love watching him uh, but I don't get to see him in singles competition a lot well he's just recovering from an injury he uh, mm-hmm. had a broken paw yeah that's and true. now he's back that's true mm-hmm. um 
it was good to see Aaron smacked around too because he came out like with a Make America Great Again hat. <laughs> oh, oh yeah, no. I forgot that. about that. And he's Gross. Canadian. <laughs> why? Why is it that I the Canadians? That. Why is it that the Canadians are the assholes? <laughs> I don't fucking get it. Like you're supposed to be nice. Yep. Uh... After the, oh so Caden actually took this one, mm-hmm. uh, which was awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he got whooped around for a while though. Yeah, yeah. he did. Holy, crap. and this match was fast. Yeah, they make yeah. them. They make them tough in Furry Creek. Yes, they do. Uh, but yeah, it was a very very different change from the previous match, having been like this really kind of like it wasn't like long and methodical, but there was just so much going on yeah. that it was constantly changing. Whereas immediately going into a singles competition, you're just like, oh shit, these guys are fucking going at it. Yeah, it was awesome. There was a lot of really good spots. Fantastic match. It was great. Fuck Eridanus. Caden Helming is awesome. <laughs> I loved it. It was All great. All right. So two of my uh, two of uh, my favorite guys, uh, Joe and Brawler versus Rook Kelly. <laughs> I had to explain the the uh, Rob Van Walmart thing to somebody. <laughs> yeah. Which is always fun to like get people involved in wrestling jokes when they yeah. don't watch wrestling because like there's people who go to 321 that don't actually watch wrestling They're like why are they calling this guy walmart well there's this guy and blah 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 <laughs> yeah. and this guy looks like a budget version so yeah, yeah. yeah. it's like oh <laughs> yeah. oh okay that makes sense and it's like all of this yeah, yeah sure fine yeah i'm like, fine with that explanation like, that makes sense oh that's so mean <laughs> yeah <laughs> but yeah uh gentleman brawler who is now uh freshly shaven yeah. He was missing his mustache. Yeah. He, I, he, I was I, expecting when, a heel turn. When I first saw him, I, I thought someone had like shrunk me in the wash. <laughs> <laughs> I could totally see that. I could see that. He just had scruffy beard and, and close, closely cropped hair. and Just looking, very, very yeah. like, off-putting. Like, a little bit. A yeah. little bit. Uh, so Rook Kelly is uh, a dirty son of a bitch. Yes. Um, so this this match had probably the scariest moment of the night. Oh my god! There was a there was a spot where what uh, gentleman brawler got flipped backwards and just his neck like collapsed. Yeah, and he was fine. Yeah, which I'm like, mm, like is uh, that fine it, with air quotes or is that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yes, well, I mean, totally. he's not dead. He's not dead, <laughs> right? So like, if it's if a matter of like you're not dead, then yeah, he's fine. He was still able to pi- pi- pilot his dirigible home. Yes, that's true. Yeah. So and and for that, like I I actually had a lot of respect for Rook Kelly in that moment because you start to see, and this is kind of the little like like break kayfabe a little bit, but you start to see how good a heel is when they're taking that opportunity to be a heel and let the other guy recover. Yeah. Um. So it was like, okay, Rook Kelly, you're okay this one time, <laughs> but but after that we're done. Like we're back to you being an asshole. Yeah. Um. But yeah, like uh, apparently he's fine. He stands up. He does like. Oh, it's yeah. If uh, man, like, again, uh, watch watch the videos. Watch yeah. the videos and watch and, the videos, and, but like cover your eyes at this yeah. part because yeah, it's bad. Then yeah, uh, I'm just happy everyone's fine. Rook Kelly ends up winning with the Johnny Cage like side oh, yeah. splits Holy punched shit. him a dick. Yes. Yeah, I screamed out. He Johnny Cage them, and like <laughs> half the people knew exactly what I meant, and the other half like had no idea. I like that. Uh, whether or not the references go over, everyone's just really excited. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, because in the end, someone got punched in the dick. There you go. Yeah. In the deal. In the deal. Oh well, yeah, that's, I don't want to rip off Cody's. Stuff. There you go. There you go. That's yeah. fine. I had to run people through the 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 catchphrases at the beginning. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I was like, so there's three two in battle. There's solid steel, and then there's Dioc. Yeah. And I'm like, wait, 
what? I'm like, just just wait for it. You'll the, you'll catch on. Yeah, there's so many though. Like the, not not just three, two, one, but just yes, mommy. Gem, like like uh, woo. Yeah, uh, like there's all of these little. Which is why my friend was like, they're singing. I don't get it. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. there's there's so much to catch you up on. Right, it's great. I um, had to tell one of my yoga instructors what my Diok hoodie meant. Oh no. <laughs> and. Yeah, that, that, that went over very well. Yeah, say it out loud. Right. <laughs> yeah. It's like, well, I, when people get hit in the privates, we say it in a funny way. Yes. <laughs> people pay us money to say it. <laughs> and people want that and plays it on their torsos. Right. Yep. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, so uh, next we had a three-way. First half main event, but it wasn't originally a three-way. No, it wasn't. Announced it, as. Yeah, it was supposed to be Scott Henson versus uh, Ricky Shane Page. And then Diva comes out and adds Makabe into the match. Which, I mean, and, and this is me being a shitty wrestling fan. I was not surprised because I'm looking at that card going, there is no Makabe here. <laughs> like, Makabe needs to be somewhere. Yeah. Yeah, well, Scott Henson, the big cat, yes. had asked for a big challenge at yes. Battle Mania. Yeah. Diva provided that with... CZW Tournament of Death Champion Ricky Shane Page. He's fucking amazing. I, I think my first time ever seeing him. Mine too. Same, same, mine too. And yeah, six foot five, two hundred eighty-two pounds. It, it was like a we were saying about just exciting earlier. No off button. Yeah. I mean, he is running up and down. His cardio is insane. Just never stopping. Except for to throw like Mr. Bean facial expressions. Oh my god, and, the facial and, expressions killed me the whole time. Like like he'll just be clubbing someone to death, sprint to the other side of the ring, jump up the turnbuckle, kick someone up there, turn around, and give like a ah! you know, just a mug to the crowd, just and then go back to eyebrows. killing everyone. Like it would be like, oh cool, cool eyebrows, these are great. Like look at his expression. Dear God, Makabe just did a hurricane run on chairs. Oh, look at the expression. Look at the expression. <laughs> like, like, so let's talk about that for a minute. Like, how fucking crazy is Makabe? Oh, oh, so Makabe was added to the match by Commissioner Diva. Correct. To give Big Cat an even bigger challenge. Yes. Yes. Uh, so, let's bring you this picture. We, we create a, a death trap, a solid steel death trap. Mm-hmm. Where you have like six chairs, all. Which, by the way, are chairs that like people paid for that yeah. like right. ran out in an hour, and it's like, <laughs> nope, sorry, we're gonna use those now. We <laughs> didn't need them. Um, Arranged two by three. Yeah. Yes. And then, uh, so you have Daniel Makabe, well, you have Ricky Shane Page on one end, looking away, and Makabe does a reverse Hudakunrana. Which, first of all, that move is terrifying to watch. Yeah. Anywhere, any any time, that is a scary ass move. But if there's anyone on that roster who can do it, it's Makabe. Yeah. And then to make a six foot five, two hundred eighty two pound man flip in the air uh. so high he almost had to pay cover at the victory lounge. Yeah. Come down skull first through yeah. these literal solid so steel chair. folding chairs. You don't have to believe they are. It's just fact. And. Yeah, that, that was it for Ricky Shane Page. Uh, he rolled to the far side of the ring where it's up against the wall, and he got caught there. And <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. That, that, balls. that was the end of his Battle Mania experience. Yeah. I think it was a good one. Yeah. Uh, and then uh, Scott Henson uh, took out took out Makabe. Mm-hmm. And it was 
Fucking good match. Like so, mm-hmm. yeah. so like uh, great way to end the first half. Yeah, the yeah. burning bright lariat, which just turned Makabe like two times in the air. Whoop, whoop, that thing, whoop, whoop. fucking like it, it seems like a really simple maneuver, but when he fucking catches you, it looks so good. Like I go to a lot of three, two, one, and I'm totally expecting at one point to be like, oh yeah, big cat match, whatever. But like every time, yeah, big cat Makabe, <laughs> either one of them, I'm like, this match is gonna be great. Yeah. Like, this is definitely a make sure you watch this whole fucking thing. And those guys just continue to do that every fucking show. So good on them. Uh, famous 10-minute intermission. Yep. Which I think ended up being like 25 minutes. It, it was, well... It always goes along. Yeah, I, I tried to get in there and, and end it a little you were, quicker. You were entertaining. You were entertaining. I, uh, I got... <laughs> I went on some drunken roller derby rant. Yes, you did. <laughs> um... <laughs> Yeah, people chanted "Silver Boner" at me. Yep. Well, I mean. Yeah, and yeah. honestly, like you, like this is the biggest crowd. I mean, I want to say the biggest crowd, but it's like we had to turn people away mm-hmm. because there was so many people coming in. So you're dealing with an extra large battle uh, battle palace. Which, by the way, big props to uh, streaming the actual show in the lobby of a Fall Fitness. Oh man, because that. Helped so that much. That was awesome. Like, you still got a bar in the lobby. You get, you get like. People were still entertained just being right there yeah. by the bar and watching the show. Yeah, well, you Jake still News. get the. Yeah, you, you get Jake News there. Like, you still get that atmosphere of wrestling, like that intoxicating group of people around you. And also, big shout out to our volunteers running the merch. Yes. Handle yeah. uh, Donation Box, our security, which the biggest like event we've ever done, the biggest crowd they've ever had to wrangle. And it was. It was flawless. And no one got kicked out. Yeah. Oh, my I God. Mean, no one got kicked out. They kept good. We had a good flow of people in and out of the venue. I mean, yeah. Hero, our head of security, just was had his troops in line. <laughs> Speaking of which. <laughs> wow. What, what a clever segue, what Murray. What a clever segue. Hmm. So uh, we have the number one contender of tag team Battle Royal. First comes out Coach. Mm-hmm. And coach, oh, coach is so good. He's like, so good. tell me I need to have a partner. I don't want to have a partner. I know, but I gotta have a partner. I don't need a partner. I need a hero. Oh my god. And fucking, I, I love that they turn on Hero's music, and Hero's already outside. Which, by the way, is I need a hero. Yeah. Because well, that's, of course, it is. Of course, is. that's his song. I need a hero. Um, and Hero looks at Coach, uh, puts his finger up, they're like, hold on. Walks to the entrance stage, immediately like, in one motion, like without missing a beat, his clothes just fall off behind the two, and he comes out in full ring gear. It, it was like like a Superman movie. He just like walks there was no pause. Like walks walks behind, doesn't break a stride, comes back out. A he was movie. he was in like there was a no t-shirt stop. and his security shirt and his kilt, and all of a sudden like bloop, he's in this rainbow unicorn singlet that says. Do epic shit. Well, yeah. and the unicorns were like full six pack pecs flexing. Like yeah. it wasn't just like unicorn. Like it was literally the most epic single uh, I've ever seen. I, I would like to point out that one of the unicorns was literally dragging his ass on the carpet. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that was my favorite one. Oh, there was just so much good going on there. Um, so let me go through the rest of who else is involved in this yes. Battle Royale. Yes, because there's, there's a lot of good people in this. All right, you have the Siege, the Hustle and the Muscle. Mm-hmm. Former champions. Former champions. You got uh, SNM, so Seth, uh, Kevin Mathis. Yep. Uh, you have Milo and Otis. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then, oh shit! And then comes probably one of the biggest pops of the night. 
you know, uh, Legion of Gloom has been pretty over this year with the mm-hmm. crowd. Everybody loves Dante. Uh, but Dante comes out, and they're the Legion of Gloom, and they come out in fucking these football pads. Yeah, River and Dante both. Yeah, and, River and Dante, yeah, are and, so And I mean, right people now. are, like, distracted by, by Dante, because, like, Dante's literally on fire. Yeah. Like, there's fucking candles and whatnot, but, like, yeah. River did the, uh, he did the, the pads, but he's got, like, the white and black checkerboard. Yeah. Because they're basically the same character, but two decades apart. Yes. Yes. It, it's so good. Yeah, Dante, uh, instead of, like, the Legion of Doom, Road Warrior Spikes, right, right. had giant lit candles. lit candles dripping wax everywhere. Literally dripping wax. Like, I heard a rumor he had to go to Battle Palace the next morning and clean up the, the ring mat. Yeah. Well, here's also the best part, too, is so he, when he does his entrance, he gets on the top of the, uh, of the turnbuckles, and when he jumps down, the candles go out. It was amazing. I'm like, how like, do you fucking do that? <laughs> it looked so good. Other, other cute thing, because I love the little best friend thing they've got going on, even though they're both so, like, apathetic and they don't give a shit. Yeah. They started doing this little tear thing at each other. Oh my god, that's hilarious. It's a little tear. Yeah, oh, yeah a little... little uh, right, put your hands together. Put your hands little... in a tear. Yeah. Put yeah. it to your eye, then you put it in the air. Yeah, oh, oh it's so god, good. Like, both awesome. of them. Like, they don't care about anything except each other. Oh my god, that's amazing. Uh, we got, oh, one more, one we more, got one more. Ace, Ace Snack. Oh yeah, Ace Snack. Who yeah. came out with uh, golden ding-dongs. Right. Yeah, I did which see is that. awesome, and then the uh, the, uh, the confectionery treat. That's true. That's true. Uh, <laughs> uh, they're not they're not stealing Otis's gimmick. Yes, uh, and then <laughs> Christian Andes and Dave Jeez. Turner. So <laughs> Christian Andes got really over last episode, as like everyone was saying, like "fuck you, Andes." So someone came with a "fuck you, Andes" sign, yeah, and is holding it as Christian Andes is just throwing Andes mints at it. So good. Uh, Dave Turner and I have been feuding for a while, and now we're at oh, the yeah. point where like he just looks at me and gets pissed, and I'm like, I'm pretty proud of that. Yeah, that's pretty uh, good. Yeah, because Dave Turner's a piece of shit. And then uh, there's oh. Gringo Loco and Guerrero de Neon. Yep, from Lucha Volcanica. Yeah, so this this whole match was insane, right? Because yeah. there's there's a lot yeah. going on. So yeah. it was the number one contenders for the Free Radicals Tag Team Championship. Correct. There was one part, I, like there's like you said, there's so much going on in this match. But there was one thing that caught my eye immediately, which was uh, Milo had Otis the Gimp in the corner. <laughs> and uh, sometimes, you know, they do this to kind of like like get Otis, like get him pumped up. You mm-hmm. know, you give him a good slap. But the same thing with Milo. Like sometimes you got to give Milo a good slap. So they spent two minutes deciding on who was going to slap the other person while this entire match was going on. Yes. They kept, like, taking turns in the corner and preparing to slap each mm-hmm. other. Finally, Milo, like, grabs him by the, by the nipple, um, which, you know, obviously got Otis going. Yeah. But it was two minutes of, when, what are they going to do here? Yeah. <laughs> there was a lot of buildup. Uh, I also liked uh, a snack forming the battering ram. Oh, shit, yeah. That one was good. Um, I mean, the thing I like particularly about this is that battle royals can be super chaotic, and there's just so much shit going on. And and this is one of those moments where WWE really does it right with the cameras and whatnot. They can really capture those big spots. But I think with this, the pacing was so on that like anything that was big and important that you needed to be watching was the focus. There wasn't anything competing. Yep. I was surprised... That from out of nowhere, Ronald McFondle just decided oh to show my up. God, that's just, right. just, 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 just stumbled into the ring. Drunk. Well, well, that's that goes out saying. Oh, you're right, right. Yeah. I don't know why. And then that out. he just sees Seds underneath of him and 
Spits on his fingers, gives Seds the old shockeroonie. I had to explain to somebody uh, in the lobby. It's like, wait, what is he doing to him? And I had to like, well, he's shoving it in his ass. Yeah. And he's like, wait, what do you mean? I'm like, no, it's 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 a shocker. It's in his ass right now. And like, just total like, like turn white. Really? All of the things you've seen in the show, this is the one that shocks you. Yeah. (laughs) Like the guy, like fucking Kevin Mathis came out with uh, a voodoo dong. Right. On like a fishing pole because Nintendo stick because he's stolen it from Milo and Otis. Right. So there's like really that's the and thing that, that gets shit you. is still not so, resolved. It's right. not. I'm so excited. yeah, so McFondle is helping out Otis. They've tagged a few times in the past, mm-hmm. but Otis is also best friends with a clown yes. killer. Right. Why have we not talked about this? It like, was mentioned briefly like last episode. A couple when, of episodes uh, ago, like, when like because Ronald McFondle was like guest commentary for a little bit, and they yeah. kind of, there was like this short engagement. I'm like, there's there's going to be something there. Well, then Milo and Otis were eliminated from the battle royal. When gigantic Milo the Clown Killer got up on the top rope and dove at Ronald McFondle to the outside, taking out everybody, I do believe that a clown can fly. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. It was awesome. That was dope. I've never seen him move like that. It was, I mean, Battle Mania brings out the best in people, right? Yeah. That was dope as hell. So yeah, Dante and River end up winning this match. Yeah. Which is insane because it's like they've they've been over, but it's nice to like see the guys that are recognized. The Siege had it won, but then. And they had a title shot before. Like, I believe. Like, uh, they? Yeah, they did. Uh, yeah. Legion of Gloom had a title shot against Free Radicals before, yeah. and they had lost because the Free Radicals are dirty motherfuckers. Yeah. Um, fuck you, Fitness, even though you've been on our podcast and you were awesome. <laughs> fuck you. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, these guys win. And then in a surprise turn of events, fucking the Free Radicals music starts playing. Kuana Sadanis shows up with the Free Radicals who enter the ring and start beating the shit out of Legion of Gloom. And then there's the, uh, who, like, Diva and Kuanis Adonis have been feuding for a while. Can you talk right. about that, Murray? Yeah. So, Kuanis Adonis thinks he should be the commissioner of 3 one battle because he doesn't like no. the way that Diva's running things fairly and honestly. Yeah. <laughs> Tell me how you really feel. So, uh, so, when the Free Radicals got the tag team championships, Kuanis Adonis is once again a manager of champions as he likes to bill himself. Yes. With the Golden Palomino. And uh, Daddy Dimples. Fucking. <laughs> <laughs> so it was kind of a uh, like a reverse money in the bank moment. It, it was a little. Yeah, bit. it was. We had brand new number one contenders, and the champs are like, "Okay, well, your match is right fucking now." Right. Which is kind of, I mean, like it's super smart because it's like they're fucking tired. They just had a match. And if uh, and if you go to the YouTube and watch it back, like seeing just the crowd build up as they're realizing what's happening, like Cody's losing his mind, you're losing your mind, like yeah. fucking we're all losing our minds. Like, wait, what the fuck is happening? Because all of us are just like high off of like the energy of what had just happened. Yeah. And now all of a sudden, and Cody's we, just high. Yeah, Cody's yeah. just high. <laughs> Um, this is definitely after intermission. Uh, but yeah, and then what ends up happening is you see like Dante gets his ass beat. River gets his ass beat. For a good like 10 minutes, they're just yeah. getting the shit beat out of them. One of my favorite moments of this match, and if you if you watch the video on YouTube, that plug. Um, if you watch YouTube. the video back. Slash then, <laughs> thank you. Uh, if you watch the video back, um, you'll see this moment. And particularly the audio is key here. Uh, I mean, we, we talk about Dante and River being so over... There's a moment where Jimmy and Fitness line up to do their finisher and the room just goes silent. Yeah. And it's like this, oh, shit. 
Yeah. And it was really kind of like one of the things I like about wrestling yeah. to see just the whole room in unison, like in universal disappointment. Yeah. Right? Like the air just got taken out of the room. It was like, just like, oh, fuck. damn it. Not again. Like, oh my God. And and he, so he kicks out. Yeah. And, and so like for, for a second, we're like, holy shit, this match is going to go on. This is still going. What, 20 minutes? This or is what? still going. What and the then fuck? all of a sudden, fucking Dante rolls him up. Mm-hmm. And just gets a, gets a fucking three count, like just like rolls him up real quick. Get right, and you don't expect it because all it is is a roll up. Yeah, like, you know what? The, the most dangerous move in professional wrestling is a small package. Yes, it is. Uh, he was holding Jimmy Flame tighter than than the last clove in the pack. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you know what the reversal is to a small package? What? Fucking nothing. <laughs> Dean Ambrose <laughs> can't get out of a small package. <laughs> Never can. Yeah. I thought it was overcompensating and buying a, a Corvette. Aww. Um, Damn it. Uh, so yeah, I saved my good material for show nights, <laughs> yeah, ladies I like and gentlemen. It, I like it. Uh, so Legion of Gloom wins the tag titles. Yeah, that was a dope Which moment. is, like, incredible, right? Like, yes. he's, uh, seeing a title change at a big show like that is awesome. And especially for those two guys, because it's absolutely deserved. Yeah. Holy shit, we still got a lot of show to talk about. And it was so funny. So that, so that match happens, and I am immediately, like... There's three more matches left. I know. I'm like, I am dead. Like, my my energy just is like... And this is the the kind of like a testament to, to this Battle Mania is every show was fucking high energy. Every match, yeah. Because I, I was expecting to just lose it at one point and then like kind of burn out early. But each match just kept bringing it. If you did not pee at intermission... I had peed fucked. before. I made sure, like, I drank a shit ton of water... And I went to the bathroom before, so I wouldn't have to miss anything. I used my star privilege to cut in line. Ah, <laughs> oh, well, there you go. There you go. And, and so far, nobody said no. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then, uh, so the next match uh, was Herman Nerdstrom versus Sage versus Jacob Sumas, uh, formerly known as the Hellfire Cub. The Hellfire Cub. Oh, yeah. and he comes out in like a full bear suit, <laughs> which is insane. Yeah. Uh, super awesome Sage with his new uh, his new gear, yeah. which looks like shit. It's and awesome. uh, his legs are scrawny, and he looks like an old man. Yep. And he could die in a fire. Yep. Uh, and then Herman Nerdstrom, because everybody loves him. It was that amazing. Guy. The defending 321 Seattle Underground Wrestling Champion. Yes. And he's been holding it for quite a bit now. Quite and a bit. Like, I, was, I was not expecting him to retain it. I was actually pretty happy to... Uh, I was worried that Sage was going to take it. I was too. There was a point in there where I got... Like, so there was a point in the match where Sage actually comes out and calls me the C word. Yeah. And I am like, like just completely taken aback like what did you call me and he starts pushing me out of the way takes my chair and other people are coming to my rescue and like telling him like no dude no and like preventing him from taking <laughs> yeah. the chair so fuck that guy yeah <laughs> fuck him it also would be another bad like notch on the hellfire club's like you know belt right now because um sarian still has the battalion medallion that's true and like so it was like add that to like the fucking misery of like the hellfire cub being in three two one yeah it's like fuck i don't want sage to fucking win and they still parade around the hellfire club heavyweight championship which which is not a real belt (laughs) fucking put it away steve west like it's not real you just put fucking chains on everything you're not cool yeah i also like that uh jacob even though he's totally over with the fans Mm -hmm. He still acts sometimes like a bad guy. Like mm-hmm. there's there's certain points where. Uh, <laughs> Did you see his mom run up at the end of the match? No. She thought he was he she thought he was hurt. Aww. <laughs> oh man, that's amazing. I was like, this is so cute. Mama bear came out. Oh my god. Yeah. Oh my god, it was so amazing. I loved it. 
Uh, uh, but this match was great. You see a lot of the like two-on-one uh, happening a lot. You see a lot of action happening outside of the ring. A lot of cool spots in the ring. Like overall, like completely different feel than everything else that had come before it in this half, right? Or yeah. even different than everything else that had come in the show. Like just God, keep bringing it, bringing it, bringing it. Uh, anything yeah. else you want to bring up, Marie? Yeah, it was just a good dynamic of the two bullied nerds. Like coming up and getting getting the revenge against the guy who's been making their lives a living hell. Yeah. The uh, inhaler getting stomped on. Oh yeah. Was perfect heel move. Yeah. Like so awesome. Um. So let's talk about butt stuff. Oh my god. Please <laughs> let's please yes. talk about butt stuff. I've been waiting for this for so long. This was like <laughs> hold hold on hold on. So I'm. My, gotta do some backstory. My too. my friends my friends come to the show and they're like, so we know this is like a really character driven show. Can you give us like a background for the stories? I'm like, well, everything else you're gonna catch up on, but there is this one thing I have to explain to you. <laughs> yeah. And it's a lot like. Uh, let me finish this first before you freak out. Uh, it's a lot like the Randy Orton Bray Wyatt story at WrestleMania, where there's just like a lot of weird shit happening. But this match was actually good. Yeah. Uh, like, so I'm I'm explaining like that that there's like butt stuff and dick powers and apparatuses that were used to steal powers, and now Steve West has like a really strong dick, but yeah. it's not actually his. In this weird like just. And I'm just like, just go with it. Just trust me on this. Just trust me. It's going to be fine. Yeah. O- okay. <laughs> and the most famous independent wrestler in the world is coming right, to exactly. save with his own yeah. enormous dick power. Well, my fiance just calls him porn stash because she can't remember his name. That's That doesn't matter. It's fine. Yeah. It's and like, oh my God. Just and, the machismo oozing from him. And, it's so great. And then I had to, like, I showed her the picture of the apparatuses and I'm like, I can't really explain this. Right. It's like, imagine a jock strap covered in sequins with a... A tube attached to the same thing that when uh like turned on sparkles yeah and has like a lot of flashing lights it's weird like just science yeah it's it totally makes sense (laughs) it makes sense and trust me um but like evg has um like the the airpocalypse yeah airpocalypse shows up who's better than pitbull well that's a pretty low bar how dare you how dare you sir yeah you know what we we said welcome to my house Oh no no that no it's a green light I gave I didn't give him the green light no but Florida was there so I'll count no, yeah, yeah. It. I'll count it yeah anyway so you were gonna say sir so Eddie Van Glam the <laughs> reigning defending Seattle air guitar champion whose True. air whose air True. guitar is not even on display at the Museum of Popular Culture it's no longer the MP yeah correct. Is it? Uh, right. It's like Mo Pop. Mo They're branding. Yeah. I don't know. You're a marketing guy. You get yeah. it. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, marketing. <laughs> Whatever. Whatever. Um, but yeah. So Eddie Van Glam brings out uh, has Airpocalypse, which holy shit! I they they are an air band. Yes. Like full on air band. The the lead singer is lip singing, and it's he, he's air singing. He's air singing. Right. Into a brush. Yeah. Yes. And, oh my God. and then it turns out the drummer is Mitzi Six, Eddie yes. Van Glam's own wife. Yes. Oh my God. Like everything was just like, whoa, whoa, ah, it's getting yeah. bigger. And then there's confetti. Then they bust, bust into the Bon Jovi. Oh, Eddie comes so out. Oh my God. It was like, and it's, it's funny. It's like, how do I explain this to anyone that's like. Well, and at this point, we're getting to like. 
Everyone knows the words of living on a prayer. Oh, yeah. Everyone knows the words of pina colada. So yeah. it doesn't matter even if you're like, why the fuck are these people just pretending to play guitar? It's like, no, you're cool because you're all singing along right now. Yeah. It's going to be awesome. I, I have never listened to Escape more in my life than I have these, like, since <laughs> yeah. December oh, yeah. when Jen, Joey Ryan first came. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's so good. Um, and then just a lot of, like, oil. Lots of oil. Lots of oil. Um, I think like EVGs was actually Astroglide. Yes, it was thrown from the streamer club. God damn, that's disgusting. Which, um, by the way, the streamer club were on fire about yes, Mayday. They were the yes, true unsung yeah. heroes. Oh, yeah. Holy shit. We need to talk about that. Yeah, so let's. Uh, and th- this match is a really, really good one to actually bring that up at because uh, so streamer club is a group of uh, wrestling fans that have been going to a bunch of different shows. And I, I mean, much like you see in other independent shows, they come with their streamers, right? But not just like we're gonna throw streamers. It's like we're gonna like color code our streamers. Yeah. Coordinate it for the match. Right. So like Nerdstrom was wearing uh, purple and uh, yellow that night. So all of his streamers were purple and yellow. Uh, EVGs were rainbow. Yeah. And Joey Ryan's were a I heart mustache. Yeah. Streamer. And then Hellfire Club comes out and fucking toilet, toilet paper <laughs> is thrown at them. Oh my god! Which looking at the look on Steve West's face as toilet paper is flying everywhere, mm. just priceless. Yeah. Oh my god, my mom was laughing so hard. Just yeah. fan fucking tastic. Yeah. It, it honestly it made every match feel extremely special. And like, they were, and yeah, it's good. It yeah, was awesome. It just it they, has they, a little something. They had streamers for the announcers. They did. Oh my god! They, they matched that matched my outfit. Yeah. They match, yeah, you got streamers as well. Uh, that that. That blew my mind like a dollar whore on Nickel Night. I know, right? Uh, so Steve West, I mean, he, his outfit looks like shit. Um, and then Sarian, who comes out in Marty Scrawl's gimmick because he's not smart enough to get one of his own. Um, I mean, it looks good. It's just he wasted a lot of money on a coat, whatever. Yeah. Um, but yeah, there's a lot of fighting back and forth. Like, oh, we're going to hook this up. We're going to steal Joey Ryan's dick powers and become like an like an all-powerful dick. Yeah. I guess. But Joey Ryan's from Bayside. That's right. Oh, my God. So, I, I didn't never thought about that at all. Really? Like, what does that actually mean? Yeah. I've never seen him do time out. Oh, oh, yeah. you got to watch some Joey Ryan matches. Oh, fuck me. But yeah, I, Joey Ryan calls time out. And time stops because, of course, yeah. um, he ends up flipping the apparatuses around. Yes. So the wrestlers are frozen in time at this point. Yes, absolutely. I mean, yeah. duh. Like, that's what happens when you call time out. Jimmy Jameson <laughs> was not moving a fucking muscle. It was good. Oh, my good. God. I liked that, like, Steve West had one of his hands, like, down in front of his crotch, and Joey Ryan is, like, working this belt around it because his hand is in the way, and I'm like, that is fucking dedication. <laughs> also, uh, if you were watching the stream uh, and, or watching the video, there were actual fans that were also frozen in time. Oh, my God. Watch the video. That's I'm so good. I'm not fucking kidding. It was awesome. Our, uh, things like that, our fans are the best because we've had things, like, where time stops where time is going slowly. <laughs> and, like, Cody and I will, like, start announcing in slow motion. You guys do that for um, Gentleman Brawler. Yeah. That well, well we, we, get, we get our Atlantic the, the, the old-timey. But, yeah, we'll be like, solid steel. And the crowd will go back, solid steel. Totally play along with everything. Our crowds are really the MVPs of the show. <laughs> it's so good. Uh, but, yeah, and then uh, butt stuff and dick stuff. Yep. So, yeah, so Jory Ryan was able to unsiphon Eddie Van Glam's butt powers from Sarian back I, to its rightful owner. I wonder at what point I'm going to stop laughing and it's never just going to happen. And then, 
And now Eddie Van Glam, or no, I'm sorry, uh, Joey Ryan has an all-powerful dick. He does. He's yeah. going to go back out into the world. He, he, yeah, it's he has the Dr. Manhattan of, of palaces. <laughs> That's yeah. a nice reference. I like Thank it. you. I liked yeah. it. All right, so let's talk about this title match. So before we even get into this match, everybody's fucking tired. I am. It is late. It's like 12.30 in the morning. So, like, the, honestly, like... It was standing room only to begin with. Yeah. yeah. So everyone's on their feet for four hours. Yeah. And pe- I mean, people are showing up at 530, mm-hmm. right, yeah. to get in line for the show. So who knows how many people have been there for fucking over six, seven hours at this point. Yeah. And it's so, insane. Like, you would think that this would be a, a, to a detriment to the final match. Like, mm-hmm. that was something I was personally I was worried really about. worried about it because it was like Cole Crazy and B-Boy are fantastic wrestlers. They deserve... Like, like the full appreciation, the full enthusiasm from the crowd. They fucking got it, man. Yeah. Oh, um, shit. My, yeah, my God. Like, first of all, they're giving, like, in this match, they're giving everything they fucking possibly can. And the crowd is going fucking hoarse because they're not fucking stopping. Like, mm-hmm. The crowd is just, like, constant chants, constant, like, yeah. you know, cheering. And it builds the whole time. Yeah, this was a rematch from B-Boy's debut at the Pajama Jammy Jam in and August. Yes. Where, yeah, he beat Cole Crazy pretty decisively. Yeah. yeah. But since nuts. then, Cole Crazy became the 3-2-1 Solid Steel Champion and has been on a tear, has been the backbone mm-hmm. of our organization, much deservedly. Yeah. Um, the one thing I want to bring up is the beginning of the match. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> So, like, you know, B-Boy gets him in the corner, and you're expecting, you know, okay, he's going to get some chops. Because B-Boy chops, can deliver some motherfucking chops. Yeah. And the third, before he starts his first chop, he rips Cole's shirt apart. Just completely apart, pulls a singlet down, exposes skin. Yeah, it's and like, then starts. Right, and I'm like, this is a minute in, guys. Yeah. Oh, shit. Uh, and this is throughout the match. Like, there, the there's obviously, thing. like, he hits him about four or five times in, in one sitting. But then throughout the match, keeps getting him. And, like, you see there is a square of red on him. Which, testament to B-Boy for solid aim. Yeah. yeah. Same spot every fucking time. Cool Crazy's chest looked like raw beef. Like, yeah, it was five nasty. minutes into the match. It was nasty. Uh, at one point... Uh, Cole Grazy gets up and I see on his back there's like all of these like slices and it looks like glass and I'm like when the fuck did a bottle get in the ring and I realize it's leftover glitter <laughs> so I'm like panicking for a minute and like we're seeing like another Seattle street fight I'm like oh god no we're okay okay he's only bleeding yeah. from the front this is fine <laughs> Oh my god! But this this match, uh, I mean, B Boy kept kept putting him down. Cole Crazy kept getting up, and as I explained, B Boy has held championships at CZW. Uh, he's held championships at Pro Wrestling Gorilla. He's yeah. beaten Kevin Steen, El Generico, yeah. uh, Chris Hero, just a who's who of Castagnoli. Like, yes, yeah. I, didn't, I didn't want to mispronounce it on uh, record. That's <laughs> Claudio. But he's been a who's who of who's making money in Connecticut right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, he, and he wants what Cole Crazy has. Yeah. And I think it's funny, too, because, like, this isn't a one-sided match either. And no. You don't know, like, like Cole, Cole, he's getting the shit beat out of him, but he, like, threw B-Boy through a table. Yeah. He, he fucking throw- Death Valley driver him through yeah. a fucking table. And, I mean, this this match, like, I would have been happy either way it went. I was... I would have been proud to have B-Boy as champion, but to be honest, like, Cole fucking... Like earn this fucking right. Match. It was like yeah. it became clear that it's like okay, yeah, no, that that strap needs to stay on him. That yeah. was good. 
Also, uh, another favorite part of this match, Cole Crazy does uh, the um, the shooting star press to the outside, which, holy fuck, mm. uh, that looked so beautiful and nasty at the same time. It's gross. And then uh, the crowd chanting, oh, he dead. Oh, oh he, he dead. dead. <laughs> right. Callback to Dr. The, B-Boy. Dr. B-Boy. Oh, God. my God. And then I'm explaining that one to my friends. Like, well, it's like, why is Jer Bear a killer? Well, okay, it's a long story. <laughs> he didn't he's a murderer. He killed a fucking guy. He's a murderer, but really it was because it was Jimmy Jameson and Chris Samuels. Anyway, yeah, we'll talk about it later. <laughs> there was pants, whatever. He killed the guy. So, so that's the end of Battlemania. Absolutely crazy and insane. Yeah, Cole Crazy retains. Yes, it was. Cements his place as the cornerstone of Seattle underground wrestling. Seriously, fucking man. Damn right. Uh, so let's talk and, a little bit about the aftermath. Well, before we go to the aftermath, I want to go five years before that. Yeah. My yeah. very first time announcing with this crew was the very last SSP show, Chronic Pain 2009. Mm-hmm. I don't remember much from that night except for Eddie Van Glam defending the Pacific Middleweight Championship against Cole Crazy in um, a ladder match. I had that picture. At yes. the rebar. Yeah. That was the picture we featured when uh, Cole Crazy was on our podcast. And everything else was silly. That, that was a brutal match. I... They they killed each other, you know, at a bar show. Oh, he did. Oh, he did. And five years later, those are the two that are responsible for taking us to the next level. Yeah, yeah. It's, no, it's great. It was such... I almost got choked up at, at the end of the night, just how much pride I had. And not, not, not just the this SSP 321 bar show originals, of which there are not a lot left, but everyone that we're bringing in, mm-hmm. that's automatically gelling with everyone else we're able to create this amazing ensemble yeah. throw on this huge must see show yeah. which you know we're low budget we, we can't make money because of the law but we're you know everyone wants to be there and wants to be a part of it so speaking of which yeah battle mania 2018 like what happens now with this new law coming into effect it well, the law has been passed. Now they have to... The outline has passed. Mm-hmm. Now they have to fill in the blanks and say mm-hmm. what actually needs to be done, uh, what is going to happen with the theatrical wrestling school uh, license. Theatrical wrestling. Yeah. Um, I love that name better. Le- legal it's terms. Too. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, they, they, the broad strokes are in place. Now they just have to go through, put in all the details, figure out what's what, uh, because that's still... Like not, it's like government inactive. doesn't move, move right? Quickly. Yeah, we're moving at the speed of government. <clears throat> right. So this month, Professor Jake Stratton and a lot of the uh, three, two, one people and uh, others in the community are going to meet with the Department of Licensing Hooray. and figure out everything that needs to be done for for organizations like ours to have our quote-unquote legal shows. Awesome. Yeah. I'm really hoping that this means big things for 321, for Seattle Wrestling, and just for, like, yeah. I, I I was kind of thinking, like, how could they make Battle Mania bigger? And I think building a way to actually grow the crowd and do it yeah. right, like, there's there's got to be some way. Like, it's going to be amazing regardless. Yeah. I mean, that's one thing I talked to with Eddie and Josh about, which was, uh, you know, this can't, Three, two, one, as it stands right now without this law passed, like, one, not only doesn't exist, but it can't grow. Right, exactly. You know, and it's like... Which they, is unfair, because it's like, these guys are putting in the fucking work, man. Yeah, and it's, it's like, the, the, the band's there, the crowd's there, the, the, you have this thing that's ready to go, and it's just like, 
you know, without without getting in trouble with the law. Yeah. You know, what what do we do? Yeah. No, I'm ex- I'm excited yeah. for what the next year holds. Um so uh what about like, you know, we're talking about next year. What about the next show? Uh it's coming up in just a week and a half or a week from a week, uh, a week from oh, today. Yeah. We're not recording <laughs> this early. Yeah. A week from totally today. <laughs> Cinco it's, de Mayo. It is. It's yeah. going to be um, Oh my god. That show is going to get gross. It's going to be May 5th at the Battle Palace. I want. I wonder if Ombre Secreto can get the night off uh, and be at that show, just so he can get drunk at that show. It's, oh man! Because I'm oh expecting God. margaritas in the morning. Yeah, it should be good. It's gonna be good. Oh. I'm. 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 Good. I'm gonna miss you guys. I'm not gonna be there no. for that show. What? Yeah, I'm. Uh, I'm gonna be at in Eugene, Oregon, at like a international roller derby tournament. Oh shit! That's Call a good the excuse. action down there. That's a good excuse. Yeah. All, all around. Bingo. All it's around. it's one of the most fun weekends ever. Um. I'm really sad I'm going to be missing 321 for that show and the, and the next one. I no! Guess. What? I've got another roller derby tournament, the Bank Track Nationals in Phoenix. Well, yeah, that distance, distance does make the heart grow fonder. Yeah. But I, I will be watching the live stream. The live stream. Where can you uh, find information about the live stream? Oh, it, you can uh, watch it at evolveunderground.com. Sweet. And also check the links from our Facebook page. Facebook uh, dot, uh, Facebook.com slash 321Battle. Sweet. Right. Our Twitter feed, yeah. at 321Battle. Instagram, at 321Battle. Our YouTube channel, 321Battle. Yeah. No, I will have all no. those links, so don't right. worry about having to Sweet. remember all of them right now. Yeah. Just check those links. I will have them on there. So that'll about wrap it up for this week. If you like the podcast, you can find us on Twitter at OnTheHeelsWP and on Facebook.com slash OnTheHeelsWP. You can find our podcast through lots of different services like iTunes, SoundCloud, and YouTube. Thank you for listening to On The Heels Wrestling Podcast. Like, share, subscribe. Give us that five star on, on iTunes. And first of all, I want to thank our guest, Murray Grande. Thank you so much for Holy being on the shit. show. Thank you very Holy much shit. for having me. This was awesome. so amazing. Uh, we'd love to have you on the show. Uh, we'd love to have you again, but... <laughs> Maybe in the future when uh, after yeah. Ray's honeymoon episode. Yep. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, again, check the links that we're going to post. Definitely follow, <laughs> like, uh, 321 Battle on Facebook. Make sure you watch the live streams. Like, you can watch a live stream, you can watch it on YouTube, but it is not beat being there. So make sure that you can get there at Battle Palace every two weeks. Shows are phenomenal. Uh, Ray, you want to give everyone an update on the last two shows that we have? Oh, yeah. So the next one, on May 5th, we interviewed Jim Perry. Woo! The man behind the one, the biggest new independent uh, that's come on the scene here in Seattle, Defy Wrestling. Uh, we're going to speak about uh, you know how that all got started and uh, Defy 3, Swerve City. Yeah. Uh, I'm so excited for that one. That card's starting to build out. Uh, and then Friday, May 12th, we're doing it live. Doing it live! Uh, join us for our, our Facebook Live podcast, which starts at 7 p.m. and ends when we're just too drunk to continue. Uh, the event can be found on our Facebook page, so add it to your calendar. So you don't forget, because you'll want to be there to live, uh, you'll be able to comment, ask questions, and tell us why you hate the Superman punch. Yes, and after all of that, we're going to ask ourselves the eternal question, is Cole Crazy's chest ever going to heal? Fuck no. (laughs) If if treated properly by Dr. B-Boy. Oh man, he not dead. He not dead. He not dead at all. He read. He read. (laughs) Oh, he read. I love it. Ah, so good. Why did I think of that now and not a week ago? (laughs) 